You're live on camera one. <laughs> it's Christmas in July, and we are adding all of the newly eligible games from the birth of Glasshouse Games, 2019, 2020, that are now able to be put on the list. That means that it is a full release game. No, uh, no demos, no early access, no betas. No, uh, what just, you know, we got a game here. It's not an expansion. It's not a DLC. Full fat on that. Full fat game. That How do you feel about Uncharted Lost Legacy? <laughs> <laughs> that at least three of us have played. Um, now there's obviously, you know, tons of games that come out every year. And we don't play all of them. But sometimes we go back and play games from other years. And that's what's happening now. We are going to be adding some stuff that now three of us have played. Hey, do we like games? Sorry, Glasshouse Games, we don't play all of them, should definitely <laughs> <laughs> We don't play all of them. And we like some of them. There are going to be a lot of very important They're things fine. that come out in August that are not going to get <laughs> covered. I wonder what the, I wonder what our percentage is, like of positivity, our, per, our, per, our positivity percentage. Let's put a pin in I'm that. And I'm doing the heavy lifting for that. End of year stats, I'd like to, to mm. just like and above, end of year right? stats, mm. yeah. Like and above, what is our, our cumulative? Um, we are doing this live to anybody who's watching this on YouTube. So it, please bear with it us. It was done live. Now it's, you're watching it on YouTube. Time's a construct. You're uh, in it the was future. live to our patrons. Hey, patrons. Uh, oh, hi. What's good? Check out our Patreon. Link <laughs> is below. And um, you can be part of these, uh, these kind of live streams in the future. Um, there's not a ton of games. How are we feeling? The games we are adding. I feel not like the even list, very important. The list that we made, we just we just did a re-rankings to get our list in proper order in preparation for this. Um, yeah, we and, just did uh, all that, and we just built that beautiful tower <laughs> like Jenga, and now we're just going to knock at the. We are end. not. Just to be clear, when we put new games on the list, uh, we're not moving around any other games. We are just dropping stuff in. So our time for re for moving stuff around is done. Uh, let's let's just get to it, right? Um, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a little gameplay footage for uh, for stuff that comes up. Bye bye, Kit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first game that's going on is um, Project Winter. This was probably one of the only games that is gonna go on our list that we all played even together. It's true. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually did this before we started live streaming on Twitch. Check it out. Um, and uh, the footage was unfortunately too overwhelming with eight player game caps <laughs> to make anything coherent out of it, which is a shame. But we're going to talk. We get to I talk about it. I almost became the Joker, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to talk about it now. Uh, CG, can you um, can you give us a little? Oh, your mouth is full. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> talk about filibustering. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> okay. Just a little sip of double cream yeah. there. Project. I'm, well, I'm winter. having my my. I'm snack, making a tiramisu a, in my mouth. It's a frozen Twix bar that I had frozen. You know, and they and go white when they. Fr Sorry, what? It's oat milk. This oh. is oat milk. Oh. And a frozen Twix bar. It's amazing. Right. So, Project Winter. Right. That's right. Um, it is uh, among us. In the in a Scandinavian lo locale, that's basically it. Uh, it's like a you know um, another social deduction game with uh, mm. 3D aspect, so it's a little bit more I guess 
visually complex than something like Among Us. Um, I think one of the interesting things that it might do, depending on your perspective, is give you a lot more to actually do and lie about. So there's uh, a whole region, uh, wintry area, resorts. I don't know what this is supposed to be, but uh, there's lots of different tasks to do with like electricity and stations that are down and lots of events that occur that can scatter people. Um, I believe there's ways to, if I remember correctly, um, is it's is it like a uniform stealing thing or a way that you can yeah, pretend there's all sorts of killer and, yeah, there's lots of things like that and lots of ways to interact with the environment. And I think it, it's a little bit of a steep curve. I did enjoy it, but I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, yeah, it's I think it it's definitely one that it doesn't among us. You can kind of suss out and <laughs> see what I did there. You can <laughs> suss it out in. Uh, yeah, you know, around it too, well. pretty much. But this one is is not as forgiving, I think. I but. um, I might be an outlier here, <laughs> but I think this is one of my least favorite games we've played since we've started Glasshouse Games. I didn't love it either. I I ended up playing like a couple rounds of this that were weren't anything to do with us. Um, and if you get into a, a lobby with a bunch of people that are not all like in it then it just kind of falls apart mm. um which isn't to say that it's a bad game but it does also it it requires it has an asterisk right yeah like, yeah it needs the, a specific set of circumstances to happen um and i don't know how likely those are and then when it does i think there are ways in which like a lot of people are playing it and then not having a very good time it's strange because when it gets when the game happens <laughs> like when the what the the intention of the developer gets pulled off by the variables that like you fall into place mm -hmm. it's really cool yeah it's real it's like it feels like edge of your seat type stuff i i've i played it a lot more than i probably even like i don't i, don't, I kind of like this game um but like i i'm not a i don't know even know if i put it as a glass house like kind of thing but i think it falls down where it requires a lot of stuff to happen that yeah. um to make it fun otherwise because mm -hmm. the games last long they're not like i mean i don't know really how long among us can really take but to have a real game of this it's like 20 minutes long that you need minimum eight people longer. uh Four, no, it's 40 minutes yeah. it's 40 minutes it's 40, yeah so and you need eight people yeah. to be committed to that and like playing their part in the game and it's like playing that with strangers that's a lot mm -hmm. to ask playing that with friends it's almost like well social deduction games with friends can be tricky in and of itself and then and are then, there better ones that you could be doing like i think that the overcomplication of its systems doesn't necessarily lend it to an amazing experience where like if it if it's a complicated long run of something you could be doing something much less complicated more times and have a greater variety of experience yeah i mean i to be fair i like this game more than among us i like i don't get i don't get but I, I don't like it as much as like the resistance or something like that, like board games. Well, I was actually going to say board games might, more, might be like a good. Uh, more than this, for sure. I was going to say board games might be a good comparison here because yeah. uh, board games have actually struggled with this exact same problem because yeah. you have the whole range from things like Avalon and the Resistance, and then uh, I guess Secret Hitler, and then on the other end of things, you have the social deduction games where it's like incorporated. Like um, if anyone's played Battlestar Galactica, the board game, like these incredibly complex things where there's like a million things going on and you like have to Twilight kind of so much. I am so there's desperate for like us to play Twilight in... Imperium. God, yeah. like... <laughs> oh God, it's going to be a little, like 12 hour stream on yeah, a yeah. Sunday. <laughs> it's but so... yeah, so I think that the issue here might be that if you can hit that niche where you have the right group and because like I am a person who tends to like crunchier experiences so I think this is like up my alley but then you have to kind of, we, we almost in our board game group, we played out 
social deduction games to the point where we've kind of been burned on them. So it's like, I would think, oh, could I find the right people to make yeah. it like, you I almost think, have to like role play and yeah. be really into doing it, you know? What I it think, feels I like. Think, oh, I, I think, I think, uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a tremendous amount of fun, but it's only a tremendous amount of fun when you put a lot of work into yeah. getting that fun out of it. And that isn't always a justifiable demand. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say that it it feels like the inverse Great of... Great Kurt Russell simulator. <laughs> That's true. It feels like the inverse of a, like, all expansions pack Settlers of Catan. Like, that feels like a <laughs> board game version of, like, Civilization, right? Like, it's, mm. it's all these things, and it is this almost representation of a 4X game. Where like there's there's then there's all these sacrifices. We're like, okay, this is really fun, but I might actually just prefer to play Civilization. At this yeah. like Project Winter is like, okay, this is like video gamifying a more com like a more complicated social deduction thing. Yeah. Uh, but and it's fun, but like it maybe I would rather just play it a board game or just like verbal social deduction mm. game. Uh, By the way, folks, like, you have Alex B on record calling Settlers of Catan a 4X game. So <laughs> I'm saying with all the expansion packs, by the way, mm. with like seafarers I mean, and cities, cities and, and knights. City yeah, can you do that's that? That's a board so game that discussion it, for another time. Can but. Settlers of Catan take up an entire table if you added enough like? Oh yeah, I'm sure. To it? I mean, well, how big's your sure. table? <laughs> <laughs> um, how long is a piece of string? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it can get pretty complicated. <laughs> um, right, so where's so it going? Enough where I don't even want to like play that game anymore. Sometimes Settlers yeah. of Catan. Uh, Sorry, I think anyway. it should go by Fall Guys. Let's uh, pull it up on the yeah, list. Is it? Should I ref do I need to yeah, refresh? Yeah, have a little it? refresh there, Alps. Oh. Should be at the bottom. Um, gosh, I don't. I wouldn't put it below Fall Guys personally. Is it better than Ancestors: The Humankind Odyssey? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate. I, I'm on <laughs> reflections as hating Ancestors. I would put Project Winner below it. <laughs> I had one I of the most miserable experiences of my gaming life playing this game. I really, really disliked it. Yeah. I think there's more game. That that's the problem. Ancestors is like there's like what is the game? You know? Game takes like, true. There's no mind. monkey fucking in uh, uh in this one. Um that's I mean I don't think stuff. anybody's trying to get this game super high. I think it's more that like Just everybody feels pretty out. like okay about it, maybe kinda like it with a lot of reservations. I just, um, I just then, can't bear to see Sam. something I hate go above a plague tale, which has been wrong <laughs> so badly. You might get another shot at that plague tale in the next three ranking. You know, Can't maybe I'll play I mean, it so we can weigh in. I mean, I'm yeah. Do you want to put it between <laughs> plague tale and outer worlds? Um, I could live with that. Gosh, I would not be. Could we? I would not <laughs> give be it another refresh by that. Right. You know, do I need a hard I, refresh? I don't hate this no, game. No, it should be there at the very at the bottom. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I like to say I'm very much aware I'm probably an outlier in this, but um, I, I, I just I personally hated it. Just got a nice I feel like I really, new, honestly, uh, I really understand why you do. I really understand why you do, and I don't blame you in this. I mean, this is pretty low. It. Forty. I feel like it fits here. Like, it's a, it's a, it's got a ton of asterisks around it, which I feel like is also how I feel about yeah. Animal Crossing. I like it more than Animal Crossing, but like to counteract the. Like people. Well, I mean, this is the thing as well, right? Because like there, 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 there's there's certain elements of a lot of the games below this as well that um like there are like maybe like like increasingly few asterisks um or increasingly more. I don't really know what the metaphor. Well, it's more that <laughs> they don't need asterisks because um, they're just like not good. Like no, Project I mean, Winter like, is I'm, a potentially I'm, good game, but it needs a ton of 
like things to, to weigh in yeah. for it. And I would argue but that it is one, not better than yeah. a lot of similar experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, like, I just can't see something like Ancestors, which is just like a potentially cool thing, but a failure at <laughs> all of the other stuff. Yikes. Um, We've, yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's, um, what are you going to say? Did say, Matt? Did we get a little... Oh, yeah, we just got a whole little new patron come through. So if you're in the chat, you know, because we, we're filming this oh, live, uh, patrons, get in. So <laughs> um, yeah, they might, like, have just become a patron mm. and then see that this is live. Yeah, and it's and their favorite game. And you where? <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, we've got Tetris 99 from Arika Studios. Arika? Uh, we're back in 2000, February 13th of 2019. Um, Astrid, why don't you give me a little uh, 99er? <coughs> That's a nice I cream. fucking love Tetraminos. Tetronimos. four of them? You can I flip love them the around? Blocks. I love the little blocks. I love putting the blocks together to make them go away. Um, Whoa, was Tetris the original blockchain? It may be. <laughs> Maybe. I just hated uh, this I, game yeah, a little more. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I fucking adore Tetris 99. I love Tetris, uh, like, as is. Um, and I love, um, I love the frenetic chaos of, of making 99 people play it against each other. Um, it, yeah, I think it, I think it's, it's such a, it's like you hear someone say the phrase, um, Tetris Battle Royale, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds stupid and ridiculous. But it's not. It fucking works. And it, I, I love I love how I love how feral people get over this game. <laughs> like, you know that fifty percent of the player base are all like mums who used to play this all the time, and now they're like, Oh, this is my game, this is my moment. Um and like I don't think I've ever I think I've made it into the top ten of a of a Tetris ninety nine game, but I've never won. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I feel, I, I, I enjoy being um, this uh, uh, this this panicked little block dropper in amongst a big ocean of, of people punching each other in the face with tetros. You know, like it's it's. I, I really like this game a lot. Panicked <laughs> little block it. dropper, Astrid Johnson. <laughs> the chat's it's really good. Uh, I, when it first came out, for, I was, uh, I was my <laughs> previous statements, <laughs> which I am happy to take on. <laughs> I uh, when I first came out, I played it a lot. I, I haven't really played it since. But if if I was going to play a Tetris game now, off the top of my head, it would probably be my go-to version. And it has Tetris a surprising amount of strategy effect. to it because you have yeah. to think about who you're sending blocks to and how that works. And I don't think any of the other versions, like the Super Mario ninety-nine one that they did. Or 35, or whatever so, yeah, it was. Pac-Man Tetris came out too. Pac-Man one is... Pa- Tetris yeah. Effect isn't on the list? <laughs> there are, I think there are better Tetris games in history, but just right mm. now, what would I play? I would probably play this one. Yeah, that's the thing as well. I haven't played Tetris Effect uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's I a different like game. It's a, I, feel like it's, I feel like I'm only going to want to play it um, when I eventually, one day, many years from now, get a VR headset. Come to the studio. Um, We've got PSVR. I don't... Okay, I'll do that then. <laughs> but... I don't need a VR headset to play Tetris 99. Yeah, um, well, you don't need I just, you, sorry, you don't need VR to play Tetris Effect any either. Just I know, but the, I don't want to. I, I don't want All right. to, and I, I don't have a choice okay. with Tetris 99. I'm given exactly <laughs> like you have to play. You have to play it this way. Get fucked if you want to play it any other way. And I'm like, thank you. Um, I will say, 
it is like the most Nintendo thing to like battle royales were and still are huge and they're like let's just let's endorse this tetris battle royale yeah uh, and make that a thing um i uh i don't i mean i don't have anything like bad to say about specifically about tetris 99 i think it's probably in a much better place than it is i i did myself maybe i don't know a disservice I, i played it when it came out i played it when it came out and i had a terrible time with it because there was one song one minute long track in the entire game that was on a very short loop and it it drove me up the wall i like i could not play this uh, game because it got in my head and felt pun? like it was just it was tearing my brain apart oh, no. when playing it and i just could not have fun uh because of that song just felt like chalk on a did it chalk, not what have is it? Uh, no, nails, nails on a chalk phone yeah. did it not have any settings that you could just no they added those oh. but there was there was no turning the sound off or like mm. or the, like you can turn the sound off entirely but i don't want to play muted yeah you still uh, want to like because i even yeah. think that the the way that it like um describes where you're throwing blocks based on mm. like sound like there's i know now because i've mm-hmm. gone back and played a little bit i just didn't care enough to like get invested again or try to get invested there's a lot more soundtrack and a lot more like sound options as far as sliders and stuff uh but i also say that at least on release it had a terrible tutorial like it was just shooting oh yeah nobody in. knew how you had to get yeah, fan yeah. videos to know what was yeah going like on. what what am i even doing I'm playing Tetris, but how, mm-hmm. why is this happening to me? And even the meta of like, you don't necessarily want to target people because then you'll be targeted back, mm. and then like you want to be sh- constantly shifting who yeah. you're throwing blocks. Which at. like some of that is strategy, but it's mm-hmm. just like I didn't even know when first playing. I don't think anybody knew how mm-hmm. you even targeted people. You know, <laughs> like yeah. what what was happening to me when I would get stuff sent on me, and is like you get beyond say, that. But like I think what I'll say about about Tetris ninety nine, and it, this is by no means exhaustive of of what i used to judge like every game uh but there are some games that i play um to sort of willingly get, like and i this sometimes applies to some of the music genres i listen to as well i play tetris effect when i want to i want to expose myself to sensory overload yeah. i want to just jam as much mm. input into my brain as humanly possible but i want to have the, uh, it, it's like I, I can choose to to be to be overwhelmed uh, to have my senses overwhelmed by this game, uh, and that's quite cathartic for me. I like I like I'm like I love all of this stuff going on all at once that I can't keep track of, but yeah. I've chosen to not be able to keep track of all of this stuff that I'm overwhelmed by, and I love that. I love being here in this space, um, um, and I think that's probably a big part of why I enjoy it as much as I do. Where do you guys want to put it? Like I mean, so I, I think I like um who is who made this point here, Sini Beanies that Tetris overall is one of the best games ever, so it should go near the top. <laughs> but I was just looking at the rankings, and I thought, do you think something like Sinar Wild Hearts might almost feel a similar vibe? Is that too high for people? Like I I th- I think it's a great That's game. That's quite high up. Is yeah, Tetris but... ninety nine a good game? Yeah, because we can't. I mean, like, well, so I don't think it's any space. worse than. I don't think it makes. Yeah, actually, Tetris every like Tetris worse. game should be. You know, be the Tetris <laughs> every Tetris block. game is yeah, in the yeah, top yeah. twenty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this isn't like Wetrix or something. Like, I don't think it, it, it's necessary. Why don't worse. Why don't we drop it from the top and see where we can slot it in? I. That was a joke. Yeah. I appreciated it. I didn't laugh. Kind of but... enjoy. <laughs> Sorry, right. I'm only going to cry about so, it later. See how it lo- put it put it um put it above Hidden Space Outlaw and below Post Void and see how we feel about that. Thematically, that feels right to me. I'd be happy with that. Mm. It's another weight. 
How does that feel to her? <laughs> I, I would put Hypnospace Outlaw above Tetris 99, but I'm not going to fight. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be upset at that. Right. I mean, I might agree too even. because it's just it's weird because Tetris is just timeless. It's like there's literally never a time in your life, in my experience, when you can play it and it's not fun. Mm. But I like what Hypnospace Outlaw is more. Yeah. Like mm. as a concept, obviously. Yeah. So I would. I would. I think this is good. Um, okay. Tidy. Uh, the next game, S- oh, Samantha, <laughs> Metro Exodus. Um, oh, that's a good start. People got excited <laughs> when you were like, Met, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let, uh, let me say some, uh, good things about Metro Exodus. The gun that requires air pressure that you have to crank mm. physically every time you want to shoot it fucking rules it's so good there's a really good tactile feel to the world they've created i don't know how they do it but it 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 feels like there must be someone in the studio who builds all these props and then they somehow translate them into game it feels that tactile and constructed and detailed um even down to like the train you're on and like all the places you visit it is it's been polished since launch but it is even still, I think, quite a wonky game in places. There's definitely a lot of, like... And I don't just mean in terms of glitches and stuff, but, like, it's really not great often of communicating what you need to do. Mm. There's, like, I think early on, there's a bit where you have to go into this little settlement, this fishing settlement. Now, I looked up a walkthrough, and what actually happens is you go in there and you're supposed to be helping someone, and because you help them, the settlement turns against you, Mm. and then you have to get rescued and stuff. But because, for whatever reason, signposting, I didn't know I was in the middle of helping someone, so for me, I just walked in, and then out of nowhere, the settlement just turned to me. I never met the NPC that I'm supposed to be helping and stuff. So there's all these little broken, fractured quests and stuff in it that still haven't been fixed, in my experience. But um, but it also just kind of sucks in terms of, like... <laughs> but also? Um, it sucks. It, um, I think if you've played Stalker, um, I think the, the big problem for me with this game is I think a lot of the monsters and the, the sort of otherworldly elements it has that fill out its apocalyptic world just feel so crap. Like, I don't know how to put it, but, like, in Stalker, it's all these weird manifestations of, like, all these, like, ills and stuff, whereas in this, it's just, like, what if there was a gargoyle? Like, and it just feels so out of place. Like, you've got this serious, tight world, and the monsters are just, like, bat people for some reason. I think there's supposed to be this aliens is, as well. I don't mind. This is really interesting, because I really i really enjoyed metro exodus and i um i had a lot of uh wanky thoughts about it um which (laughs) share uh, share do share come on um i um that i i so i i I reviewed the game for polygon um uh, a couple of years ago um and something i talked about is that um the um it kind of feels like it kind of feels like a space exploration game and I mean that in the sense that, like, when you when you get the train and you're traveling between these 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 various different like uh, these little sort of more linear uh, more linear areas and the open worlds and all these different locales and all these different places that look wildly different from each other, it feels like you're it, it feels like you're on this space shuttle because because of how the apocalypse has like wildly shaped these different areas of the Russian landscape. You feel like you're traversing through different planets almost, and it's like, ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm. 
It's all gone. It's all gone. I, I think spashed yeah. that out in a Word document and it's left my brain and I can't remember the incredibly poignant... Uh, but you like it. To make, but, but I like it. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting because I haven't played... It. Um, Stalker. I haven't played Stalker yet. Mm. And I'm wondering if I'm having like a... I'm looking at like the shadows on the cave wall... Mm. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what reality is like yeah. out there. Where so give us the centrist, Jay. Well, you know? <laughs> well that, as someone who isn't that what the title of Other Side Picnic is about, or what a roadside picnic? Isn't that what that is? Like the allegory of the cave? Isn't that kind of what the? Maybe I've actually well, never read the original. Well, I mean, yeah. the the the, alleg- the specific allegory of the bit is ants at the picnic, yeah, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's one to one. No, but ants at the picnic are like they're going about doing their shit. They don't realize that there's an entire world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I also really enjoyed. I don't think it's one to one. Yeah. I also really enjoyed the the pacing of the game. Like like uh, the 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 like the um there were a lot like it would give you like moments of intensity. And then it would give you these big quiet moments where you're sort of just like you're you're going to a place and there's lots of space in between you and this place and you're walking and you're sort of uh, lost in your own thoughts. And then you get to the place and there's like a little bit of intensity and then you have these cool, weird little sort of uh, intricate little toys to play around with. Like I like I have really fond memories of finding that train carriage um, stuck in the warehouse in the first um, in like the Swampland uh, map. Uh, and finding the train and then just like just slowly chugging away through and like looking at like everything I'd walked past and it just felt like it's it there are really intimate moments um and I, I think even like in 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 terms of your interactions with like other characters I feel like the game feels quite hopeful in a way it has a very weird uh it has a very weird way of depicting women in that game in that yeah. they don't exist, they don't have personalities. <laughs> yeah. They like it's so. This is are my they even corpses. Well, women, well, women are objects in this game. Yeah, basically, like, I think like as someone who hasn't played like the Stalker series, and this was my first like Metro game, I was just like, yeah, gun stuff, real cool. I actually really liked how each locale felt so uniquely different, and like mm. the way your character interacted with those, like the way that world feels. Um, you know, when you go to like desert place and stuff, that that stuff's really great. It's just a bit bloody boring. Like, and then, and then, like, I think because his wife, like, the way that he, into- I'm like, do you even like your wife, bro? <laughs> like, it was. Just I think so- there's a really, there was a really poor decision they made yeah. that you wouldn't, your character wouldn't have a voice and she would do all the talking. Yeah. Because the relationship, because it makes this relationship have such a fucked yeah. dynamic that really they can't. It's like the this gravity well that they cannot escape in the game, um, and I think that's the the whole narrative as a whole suffers from this because. I think you. I, th- I the main thing, the main stickler for me is like I think it's halfway through where you find the sex dungeon guy, who's just parading women about there, he's slaves and stuff, and it's like, well, this is gross, and the game doesn't really yeah. know how to engage with this properly, so I did not good, not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, here's a question, Astrid. Where's the highest you would put it? That's a tricky one, because um, like, because uh, I definitely got like the the, the enjoyment I got I got out of that game. Like what I did enjoy, I really did enjoy. But, the highest like, that I, you would put I, it, Astrid. Mm, um, it's definitely better than Animal Crossing: New Horizons. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it's um. <laughs> Yo. Just, I asked Astrid a question. Uh, I I got. 
I got, I got, I, I, I was able to get something out of Metro Exodus more than I was able to get something like, like get, get like something, you know, like something sort of like, like, uh, like, uh, for my, for my brain, uh, out of Metro Exodus more so than Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing New Horizons felt like, a uh, that was, it was like a little brain break for me. Mm. What's the next um, one above that that you've played? Uh, the next one I've played above that is um, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, well, I'm just yeah. You you put it at the least. The next one 41. I played after that was Apex Legends. Um, <laughs> and? so there's like quite a big gulf. Um, so would you put it above Apex? <sighs> wow. Um, no. Wow. Okay. No, I would, I would put it above That's Apex. To... Okay. Um. So where's the lowest that you lot would, or at least Sam or yeah, you. I don't know if you did dislike it as much as Sam Shea, or if you're, you're about the same level actually. I like you. So what are you? If you were going to put it on a glass house game, collusion. Game, what's the? Because <laughs> I don't think I. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate I don't, it. I don't care about it enough to hate it. It's mm. hey, sorry, it was funny because I was thinking about because in the chat they mentioned Death Stranding. It's above Death Stranding for them, and I was thinking it's like oh. it's it's funny because it's like it's a it's a wonderful it's got a game with wonderful <laughs> atmosphere and a tactile feel, but real issues with women yeah. and a fucking incoherent <laughs> story. It's way weirdly similar. This is I what's think... so difficult about this list yeah. is like the competing criticisms and the gravity you attach but to but i think metro exodus i is actually way worse with how it deals with I women it, and stuff i agree and like yeah. it made me i definitely had more discomfort and i think that the, the highs were higher in death stranding the lows were lower so even though it's a weirdly similar game i think metro exodus i would put much lower but i really don't once we get to a bomb area i'm not sure exactly where i'd put it because so I, I dropped it below outer worlds and below plague tale for sure and below plague i blocked Below Plague Tale and above Outer Worlds. This is. Uh, I mean, I know that Sam's big covert mission is yeah. uh, <laughs> pumping pump Plague Tale. I mean, would you? How much lower from here would you guys think? I'm. I'm actually like, trying to. I'm because trying to once we get down to coffee talk, right? Like that's some grim well, territory. It's hard because yeah. we're in some games. Like I liked Matrix a lot more than the Outer Worlds, for instance. Oh. But I didn't necessarily like it more than Plague Tale, to be specific. So yeah. it's kind of hard. See, so this is exactly where you would put it, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. See, I'd probably put it uh, below the Outer Worlds. I thought oh, it was wow. really boring. Mm. Like, okay, so this I is where Sam would put it. You would put it lower. It. Like it, and <laughs> and <laughs> actually, there's not that much higher that you would want it, Astrid, right? Like if you were putting it just above Animal Crossing. Is this... Yeah. Is this... Mm. F I feel like it's it feels a little strange below Ancestors, but I've never played it. I and maybe it's just more problematic <laughs> than like how... My personal ranking's weird, though, because I, I like it more than Ancestors. I just don't like it more than playing Tail. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, I yeah. I, I, think, I think my perception on this game is quite warped because I was also going through a really, like, shitty time whilst playing it. That's valid, though. Uh, like, you, specifically, like, like, the weekend I was playing this game, like, I, I, I sort of, like, had to lock myself into my room and just focus on this game. Uh, and I guess I get I guess in that sense in that headspace that I was in like the the sort of like the themes of like um, sort of like uh, isolation and um, and sort of uh, like the, the the like the the misogyny is not okay. The misogyny is definitely not okay. But the game there was there was a sense of optimism in, in the game that I sort of clung to a bit. Um, uh, but I think. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, 
maybe maybe forty five above our worlds below Plague Tale is like all right a, a place. All right, it's a place, and That's it's place. on the list. I like that we put games in uh, around there. I also like that. Oh, we can just correct it next yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> Long game, yeah, but yeah. a game we can play. What's yeah. next? Uh, next is um, a game that I believe CG and Matt did a live stream of a few months ago. What is that? Void Bastards. Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, you want to have a little Void Bastards? Yeah. Uh, it's a fun one. Pitch here. I think the the thing that I'd most like to say about it is now on YouTube you can have a GHG show with uh, writer creator Cara Ellison. Uh, we had a chat about how narrative design doesn't necessarily reflect through um, story design or like having a lot of writing in it. That there can be a portrayal of a world that exists outside of what is deliberately said, uh, and not to say that there isn't like you know out loud dialogue but it makes this interesting world and statements about like post thatcheral uk uh politics and uh the uh incarceral system and um and it is also just a game where you shoot lads what are telling you to fuck off um and it looks good as hell. It That's satirism. <laughs> yeah. It looks very good. It, yeah. the, 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 visual, mm. the visual style is... I love yeah. the mm. look of this yeah, so much. Yeah, it looks much. great. But I, I don't know that I love how that it plays more than most roguelikes. Um, I think that it's just very similar. Um, I think there's, mm. the stuff with the doors is interesting. That you can, like... Uh, if you don't have enough ammo, then you can try and block off certain directions because you can't face anything that's in it, like we just saw there. Um, I think that's kind of cool, but it's also not, like... I, I kind of like the puzzly nature of the, the levels themselves. Mm. I think it's more that, like, the... I didn't have a dissatisfaction with the gameplay. I just think that it was, like, the gameplay was satisfactory, right? Yeah. Like, And I think maybe some of that was that it didn't didn't really have a heft mm -hmm. like any guns you were using were pretty much all the same they were just a tool that went pew pew yep. and even though there was a lot of theoretically mm -hmm. cool stuff it just didn't really feel like it changed how i was moving through the level especially because speed is so got to be so important mm -hmm. in how quickly you move through is things it, uh, deliberately uh, times how much oxygen you have in yeah. any of these ships and but so, go ahead cg Maybe I just like the whole kind of like the pedigree with the system shock kind of mm. aesthetic that's been comic bookified and yeah totally. And again, this is one of those games. This is this is what's so frustrating about a roguelike is because you sort of like, at what point have I played the game? You know, yeah. you, I've played a decent amount of it, but to mm. be honest, I'm sure there's like. If somebody told me about like uh, playing Dead Cells and they'd played less than like 15 to 20 hours of it, I'd be like, well, mm -hmm. there's so much you haven't experienced. And I'm sure that there's a lot you a real that develops fan? in this game <laughs> You're that daddy. I haven't seen. Uh, so I, it's hard for me because I did enjoy what I had. And I, and I thought I played it on the hardest difficulty and I liked how just like brutal it felt of just you just to really conserve your ammo and think carefully about what you're doing and maybe outrunning someone. And then there's the, there's the management aspect of going between you know, you have the map and you're okay. It's not unique, but just, you know, having to decide, okay, do I want to go for this place because it has these resources or am I going over here? Uh, I would love to peel back more layers, you know, of this game because, again, I've, I've probably played, you know, 10 or less hours of it. Um, but it, I did really enjoy everything I played. I think it feels like a good amount of time to play with this with this game. I don't... I don't... I, yeah, it's a weird thing with roguelikes and, like, how much you really want to play because you. Can, I think you can beat this game. I never did, but I'm pretty sure you can, yeah. like... Uh, I'm pretty sure. Do, do you know? Wow, a bunch of scrubs here never beat the game. Uh, 
I admit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't on a review, so, um, you know. But it's, I, I think Until it's, you beat it, it's going to go to the number one mm-hmm. spot. It's a thing. <laughs> I actually feel like this is a game where the, dele- the devs delivered on everything that they were trying to do. Uh, with And where also, it did never seem like they were ever reaching for the stars on something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, never, they were never trying to overextend beyond their ability to deliver. Like, there's a lot of games where, like, a, a developer, Death Stranding, wants to do something... Uh, much better than they are able to to fulfill, um, and then they just fall on their f- they fall on their face. Right? This is actually really this interesting. This is just like they were like, we can do this, we can do this, it's, and um, then they delivered it. It's something that uh, Kara talks a lot about on Twitter, actually, about how uh, narrative design is a consequence of uh, budget more than anything. Like, if you want a uh, the example that she used fairly recently was like, if you're trying to write a story where the character is a amazing sword fighter then you need to have enough money to have the sword fighting system in it. Otherwise, mm. like you need to do something else. And like, you know, it probably means a lot that it's like, oh, this game's set in space, uh, because blocky interior corridors are really easy to design in a way that's like not got a lot of polygonal depth and uh, we can actually, you know, design it in a way that it looks like it's supposed to. And you can see that, like, you can definitely draw a line from we have this much money, we have this much time, this is the type of game that we can definitely have the minimum viable product of. And they did it, yeah. Which I, I, I mean, I guess you can applaud it for, like being a, a solid six point five, right? Like, oh, that's harsh. It's, but it's above it's average. It, like, it, it. Where does six point five get you on the? I know it's what I'm thinking. Right? Well, I was just looking at the list, and I was thinking. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm. I like him on the Splunky too. Where I'm definitely putting that as an absolute bare minimum. I above mean, Splunky too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would. Agreed. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. looking at this region kind of. I was thinking more closer to Apex Legends, but then maybe. I don't know. And t- honestly, looking at like Post Void and these other things, like I, they're not that different to me. But if you want to put it down here, it's I think fine, Post I Void has got more of a like unique style to it, though. I think yeah. it's got more of a charm. I would put it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to try and argue it above Apex Legends, but I would probably, I would put it above Watam. Um, That's what I'm I'd, saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we put it at this number thirty-one? I've got a feeling that in years from now, Deathy Strandy is going to get a little, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Stop. But I can't yeah, play that game now. Play yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this game will be good, but I'm not going to make time in my life mm, to play it. Yeah, yeah. What an endorsement. Um, well, hey, hey, look, I I can only spend my money on on so many things. And it was a tenner on Epic recently. I just was I it? Th- yeah, oh. it was dark cheap recently. Wow. Oh, wow. It'll be on... £12, sorry, it wasn't a tenner, it was £12. It'll be something free sometime. Oh, this has absolutely nothing to do with any of these recent games, right? Sorry, I'm I'm just going to take a moment to talk about this because it's really interesting. Um, Offworld uh, Trading Colony uh, was free on... Company, yeah, it was free on Epic for the first time. Um, And it was a game that was way too expensive when it came out, so I didn't get it. And it's only when it's free that I'm finally checking it out for the first time. I'm like, isn't that so weird that it's a game about like laissez-faire capitalism, and yet it like <laughs> didn't convince me to buy it at its um, at its peak <laughs> of its price, and now I'm only paying because it was free. Like weird, it's weird that that message wakes, makes way more sense now. Yeah. So the goal you're, you're saying is get Void Bastards when it's on yeah, uh, yeah. the totally. summer. Sale. I think it's on Game Pass, so you know. Oh, yeah. What yeah, does yeah, that say? Go, I mean, it's a mm-hmm. I. I, I simultaneously feel like we're not saying enough good things or bad things about mm-hmm. it. It's a good game yep. uh, that punches at the weight that it tried to punch at. And that's, I think, a good thing mm-hmm. because there's nothing I'm disappointed about it specifically because 
doesn't feel like they're trying to be better than that. Next game, uh, I'm gonna pronounce it how I like to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm so it. Wilmo's Warehouse. <laughs> Shay. I, I like Wilmo. Yeah. Like Wilmo. Shay, can you uh, can you give me a little Wilmo's? Shay, play, please say it properly, Shay. W- Wilmo, Wilmot's Warehouse. Uh, he's a little guy. He doesn't he does have any legs, around. so are you? he's wow. sliding around. Yeah. 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 Scooting. 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 scooting around. You're a little guy and you're scooting around. Um, Running is more like a, an, an idea, energy, around <laughs> yeah, a physical act. Um, yeah, he runs around and he organizes his warehouse. Um, it is It is his. It is his. That's, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I came to this like really late because I remember like talking... Like it was being talked about on our 2019 rankings. Scoot, scoot. And <laughs> I remember my face. Like he's running. He's not running. He's there's running. No, there's no sparkles behind him. He's not running. There, you do. You do unlock a scoot. You yeah. do unlock a scoot. But like a dash. Scoot. Yeah. Um, but you ain't doing. So you remember oh, there, there, there you go. About. Yeah. Do you, um, do you bang stuff if you scoot into it? Well, I mean, wherever no. you're into. You just kind of... <laughs> just to get moved. Uh, there's a move button, like yeah. you can push. You can, like, no, push I mean, it. if you scoot it, is that the reason to not scoot constantly? Uh, I, there's not, like, collision physics, if mm, that's what you mean. No. I think you, if you're not carrying any... If you're not holding down the carry button, mm. nothing happens if uh-huh. you run into something. I you don't skadoosh it when you scoot. No. The, the most interesting thing about this game is that, like, there is no rhyme or reason to it organizing stuff you have these items yeah. they all have different little symbols on them and you can choose where to put them and why um it goes up to i think like 200 it's items too, or it's yeah it's a yeah. lot it's too many um, types of item and then it gets to a point where you're like where the hell did i put the socks um and then you're like kind <laughs> no of the blue socks with the red stripes because like i have a my system at the moment i've got like a thing of there are human real life items and then there are shapes and then there mm-hmm. are winter stuff and like it's it's very dumb it like was so good for me because i had mm. a little accident and i say accident well <laughs> i got the plague and then had to isolate for a little bit and like the only thing my brain could concentrate on was organizing um in this very arbitrary manner and it's brilliant like it's you, you say arbitrary so but it's one that you create, you create yourself yeah, like that's, that's, that's the, that's thing, the yeah. important like, this thing is the thing about Wilmot's warehouse is that uh, and this is like uh, besides like- besides <laughs> it appealing so perfectly to my very particular brand of autism uh it's like no but like like you can like it, it's such a simple game and it everyone plays it in exactly exactly the same way but despite that you look at like two people's warehouses mm. and the way they've organized it nobody's warehouses look no. the same nobody's warehouses look the same um and i just i love the conversation that happens there where like two people get together who've played Wilmot's warehouse and you're like oh where did you put this where did you put like the strange like the strange orb with the line on the side of it and i'm like oh yeah no it looked like a grenade so i put it with like the explosion like symbols and then somebody else is like oh no but it kind of looked like a mug top down i'm like how's how did you think that so it's so cool it's so cool end game wilmo's warehouse people's end game wills wilmo's warehouses are like the same thing as people's like brain scans (laughs) scans <laughs> you know like it's yeah. unique to yourself and only and only what you have and very much like 
it's it's you like it is yeah. a reflection of how your brain works which is really interesting beyond even I just like, imagine like at the game. end of it it pulls out and it's your exact fingerprint <laughs> i was gonna say your exact brain <laughs> yeah yeah um, some some like warehouses the, um, are smoother than like others the, it's like the color perception theory but a video game right yeah. it's like the whole so like oh, we, both, we both yeah. call this thing red but we might actually see it as a different color but because we both have been told that this is red we both agree it's red um, but like in a game with like socks and yeah. surfboards, I'm gonna start calling a it a little guy running around Guillermo's warehouse. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's it's such a deeply personal Guillermo's experience. You can say that about like any <laughs> game, right? But like your oh the game literally happens in your brain, and like that's exclusive yeah. to you. And there's something very like as a mechanic. You can also yeah. like you can do a self-imposed hard mode, which is how I played because my mind is so chaotic, it's such a mess that you're just like. <laughs> putting things and you're like oh this is like i don't need to organize shit it's like this is generally in this area and then like when you get to the mid game because i was playing it while um i do these sorry i'm, I'm yawning here uh <laughs> i was doing these online classes and i would sometimes play or if i was chatting with people on like a discord server i'd be playing while talking and it just got to the point where i was like trying to you know there's a certain level of complexity that your mind can handle when you're multitasking and you're already multitasking in the game itself. Yeah. So I like I would be playing I'm like, oh, this is a cool vibe. And then there was a moment when I realized like I had been circling around the same area of my <laughs> warehouse for like five <laughs> minutes, just being like, and things are like buried deep. There's no color coordination. I'm just like, oh my Those god. Those who have I've played it, this. can you answer uh, Kevin's contention that it's just like work, like it's a game I mean, where you're just doing work. It is, it but is it's cathartic. That's all games. That's yeah. the that's the that's the. It's a rub, weird right? thing that it is. It is like simultaneously cathartic and like frantic and stressful because th in the gameplay itself, like there is, you need to meet people's like orders. Like you get orders from the, the top of your warehouse that you need to fulfill. And that's why you need to know where everything is and go back and, um, and go back and know where they are and collect them in a certain amount of time. So that's where like the freneticness comes from. Yeah. But and also like, I, I guess like I see the point you're making um, with like, and it feels even, like a job. And th this is just, this is almost entirely just an excuse to, to talk about the one, the, the absolutely astounding director of this game, the creator of this game, Dick Hogg, um, who, Wilmot's warehouse was like directly inspired by the sort of enjoy, the, the sort of uh, subtle enjoyment that he got out of working in uh, a packaging warehouse, like 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 going around and and like organizing things in the warehouse and putting things into boxes and sending them off. Um, so like I guess like it is work, but it's fun. It's work. It's work gamified. We can um, work, work without all the alienation. And again, like that that whole point. Um, I'm putting the, a pin the, in this the, now because there's out. like similar conversations that I want to have about other games where like the it's very different. It's very difficult to distinguish between enjoyment and labor. Um, yeah. And I think that's a show topic. We did one. No, I was going to say I hate on. to burst your yeah. bubble. I think that's <laughs> our first this. episode. Oh, right. <laughs> at the very beginning <laughs> of our career. Yeah. I, 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 I was concerned say, before I arrived. Play, yeah, <laughs> yeah, play. Is this game? Is this also? Is this game an RPG secretly? Um, I'm just saying. I mean, there's like progression. Yeah, you like unlock there's like skills and, shit. and stuff. Uh, I mean, but you're not really. I bold. had this debate with my well, friend you recently because we're different builds, right? You can play yeah. the game and be like, mm -hmm. okay. I, mean, I'm I, think I'm organize... I think when you cast into the underworld, though, and then you have to yeah. get your power, <laughs> your friends to come and rescue yeah. you. Though, that was a bit eventually you can unlock material. everything, though, right? Like there's builds that you can, but it's only in the early or part. Eventually, I think you can you can be a super um, Wilmo. Yeah. 
Did yeah. anyone play it long enough to be like, okay, I want to try this run. I'm going to try organizing things this way. And I had so, to do a stop because your... you know you have breaks Stop-tick, between yeah. levels sometimes i had yeah, to yeah. actually take before i was like i don't need a break but then i had to actually take one because i was like i just need to reorganize the entire warehouse yeah. this is just crazy the idea as well that you could introduce a hard mode of this just by taking a massive bong hit beforehand <laughs> and then just like what what <laughs> how <laughs> are you sure that's what a hard mode it? and not just my saturday it's just how it's uh, played like uh, I just want to put a special highlight out to my the favourite way I play uh, organised everything in my Wilmot's warehouse, which was um, I took the Lynchian approach and I organised the entirety of my warehouse based on what emotions were instilled on me uh, by looking at each thing. Yeah, that that actually it, was it that consistent throughout. Surprisingly well. Um, also, the music's good. Just yeah. as the last thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where is uh? Where is this going? Yeah, I mean, that feels similar again to me in terms of like arcade tight knit. Like this is like video games distilled to their most basic potential of what they can be. It feels similar to this range of like Tetris to me. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know. Look at the higher. I mean, I Baba would, is its own category kind of for me, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it fits around here somewhere. Um, I would put it above Tetris 99, but I think I'd leave that up to the people who are mm, Tetris yeah. 99ers. I, I think I might like it more than Tetris 99. It's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, I like because I like playing. I like playing Tetris, and I'm like, oh, I'm having a good time playing Tetris. But when I'm playing Wilmot's Warehouse, I'm like, ooh, oh, I'm gonna put the things here and there, and like, I kind of, you know, I, I play like. Like, if I want to be overwhelmed, if I want my senses overwhelmed, I'll play Tetris. If I want a slightly a, a slightly chaotic but mostly um, sort of relaxing experience, uh, and, you know, that, that, that varies depending on how you how you approach it, but, like, I will play Wilmot's Warehouse because I find, I find the act of organizing things uh, comforting. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Um, Kevin said, me walking into Astrid's Warehouse. Ah, uh, yes. The Lynchian approach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see. You've got uh, the 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 Malay's aisle there. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. <laughs> um, all right. I was just having like a moment where I was like, twenty four sounds low, but then you scroll scrolling up and realizing, oh yeah, we just have a lot of games on this list. It's just a lot of good games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. This is the last game of two thousand nineteen. Uh, Super liminal. Okay, so I'm introducing it. I'm putting it on the screen. I'm getting it activated for <laughs> rankings. Let's do this. Uh, no, I'm just going to actually introduce it first and then do the admin after. Um, Super liminal, liminal is a, a first-person perspective-based puzzler where you interact with objects and you have to get through the levels by basically subverting what you would traditionally know about um, the physics around you in the world. Um, it's got a broad narrative about dreams and dream depth and, and uh, kind of like almost hacking somebody's dream. Um, but yeah, it's it's got quite a pared down gameplay approach. There's not loads of sort of like um, like one button right like can you even jump can you jump yeah you can you can you can move around in the levels quite uh sort of like 
Or it's just like move and then you there's can There's lots of ledges this. you can get yeah, on if you yeah. sort of like jank it around and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's quite limited in what it does, but it, you know, it uh, has a lot that you can get involved with. Nice. Um, you Matt, I actually eight? need to know, uh, this is game is developed by Pillow Castle. Mm-hmm. Any no relation, unfortunately. <laughs> no, a fort and a castle are very different <laughs> things. I enjoyed that. I mean, Disproportionately yeah, so. Yeah. That's, a, that's some deep lore for the... Uh, do you have I was just going to say, I think whatever perspectival stuff this game does, The Witness does better. I, so I'm just going to put that out. I kind of feel... But like, was it f- made by a dickhead? I feel that plus... <laughs> like uh, Sometimes dickheads have good things to say. Uh, I feel like that plus... like stanley parable type themes that it yeah. like it it has it's a cool it's an enjoyable game i kind of liked it uh but everything that it's doing yeah is kind of done better elsewhere and it doesn't feel like there's anything that it does that it that it really even reach like it's just like a i don't know i feel like i will I will never go back and replay this or think about it again because I would rather think about Stanley Parable or The Witness. Um, Thank you. But I think <laughs> they're achieving different things. But at least it wasn't made things. by a man who willingly hooked himself up to a catheter to facilitate his own crunch. That is not cool. Well, But The Witness is one of the best games of all time. I will defend it to the death. Wow. I think that the thing that... Um, Just join in dots, mate. <laughs> the important part of Stanley Parable is that, like, I'm... Yeah. Uh, let's not relitigate what the Stanley Parable is about, but I think it's important enough to just do a little bit of background. Um, but that it's about narrative choice, right? Like whether or not you have any particular ability to determine the flow of events of a game because it's all been prescripted by stuff that you do. Like, what is the point of narrative choice? Yeah. Uh, Superliminal is not that. It's about like having the perspective of. Um, you've played a lot of games before and you kind of expect how they're supposed to work uh, I'm undermining your action by changing what it will do uh, seemingly at random right mm. like the if if the Stanley Parable is about how little control you have mm. uh, by giving you a load of control Superliminal is about not doing that you like, know, yeah I understand I, I wasn't meaning to say like oh the narrative of of mm-hmm. Superliminal is exactly the same as Stanley Parable. I think it's more of like the kind of the it's the the wider the wider picture of of questioning what this video game how mm-hmm. you're supposed to interact with this video game and the like the meta of the video game, not in like how good how you can be really good at it <laughs> competitively, but just uh, Superliminal speedruns, man. I can't wait. The thing about Superliminal though is it tries to do a bit of. Um, sort of like interesting narrative stuff as you go through the game and it's the means bit is really good actually the like the horror section in the middle of it is like actually really quite gripping it's it 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 got me interested for that little bit but then when it all sort of melted away again i was a bit like oh yeah maybe but so it's attempting some rug pulls Mm. as part of it and it doesn't land i i mean like i said i kind of like this game i just uh i don't think it's just don't think it's that good you know like uh i i think it's really if anything its strength is that it's less than three hours mm. because if it was it would have really overstated its welcome and the premise mm-hmm. would have worn thin i mean there's a reason that we're not putting maquette high in uh, <laughs> next, uh, next the next end of the um, year's ranking yeah not know? not as uh not as dissonant between mm. story and f- like 
and interactivity. And also, maquette's really fucking long, too, yeah. for what it is. Like, a lot to sit through. Yeah. Um, where do you, where yeah. do you, where do you, where do you feel? Yeah, Kit, where, where do you, where do you want it? God, it's so hard for me because I would have to drop <laughs> it somewhere where I have no games. context. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's better than Cyberpunk. It's not offensive, <laughs> I don't think. Mm-hmm. Is it boring? Uh, a bit boring. Mm. Um, I would cool. probably put it right above Spelunky Two. I could do that happily. I want to. I want to be brushed against it. What, what, what's the? I want to be uncomfortable by where you put it. I want to be talked down. <laughs> Go up. <laughs> or you want me to say, "Oh, we're going to put it uh, above Untitled Goose Game." I think, and wait, you'd be like, I've no. done, oh. Hold on, I've done Watam, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I liked Watam more. Mm. Right. So it can't go above Watam. There you go. Nice. I think yep. between Watam and Voidbusters for me would be absolutely fine. Hold on, let me see. Wait, me sorry. See. You you said not above Watam. Yeah. Not above mm. Watam. I mean, I like it more than Pokemon. Mm. I just feel like it's a... Yeah, that seems appropriate. I just don't know about these other games here. I, like, I mean, I yeah, like, maybe. Uh, I like it more than Voidbusters, but... Uh, I would put it here. I think I'm fine with it here. It's the kit section. Mm. Nice. <laughs> All right, um, that's 2019. We're gonna. We only have uh, a couple of games actually from 2020. Hey, that, that's 2019 done. I hope nothing bad happens around the corner <laughs> in like a month from now. Yeah. <laughs> so the next game we did. I mean, I had a really good time, but a really fun live stream where the cast overdubbed the cast of this game in a uh, special GHG theater. Um, Aster, do you want to tell us about? Wide Ocean Big Jacket? Uh, so Wide Ocean Big Jacket is a theatre production. It's a narrative-focused um, uh, little experience. Um, it's about um, a couple of kids who are friends. Uh, and um, what, is, what is the relation between... between uh, it's, it's Maud and the um, the two older characters. Maud is uh, Ben's niece. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Ben is married to... Um, Cloanne. Cloanne. And... Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and how does Glowbones... What's his <laughs> relation to the rest of the family? Uh, and <laughs> then uh, the other kid... What's his name? Ben. ben. Ben and, ben and Maud are friends, right? That's, that's no, but it's the... oh, it's Uncle. Who's the Uncle? I thought it was Uncle Ben. No, Uncle what? Ben's the rice. Ben. <laughs> how, is, how is this plot more convoluted? Brad, Uncle Brad, yeah. Uncle Brad. Sorry, so, um, Uncle Brad, the knee whose niece, uh, Mort, and then Mort and Ben are friends. Chloe it's and, like and, it, Brad it, are and it, it's a wonderful little game about uh, about two couples um almost um uh sort of separating themselves um from the hustle and bustle and the busyness of the world outside and and coming to take a moment uh a moment in quiet uh on a camping trip and it's it's wonderful seeing like the 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 that both that they're, they're both relationships in flux uh but they're in flux in different ways um largely because of the the sort of the age gap between the characters but it's these two the these the the flux of these two relationships sort of play in parallel to each other um and um i really enjoy it like it it makes it makes it says a lot of really interesting things about the way uh human beings form relationships with each other uh and um invites you to draw parallels between 
um like the relate this budding relationship between two kids uh and a relationship that might be making the next step um between these two grown-ups uh they're still young but like older older people they're like 13 Uh, in the in the game the kids are 13 kids are 13 and the um officially teenagers officially teenagers that's the first yeah (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a it's a sweet little thing. Like it's um like it it it's quite light in terms of uh, uh, your ability to shape the direction that it goes in. But it it's more it, it's it's in that similar vein to a few other games that we that we uh, love, where um, the choices that you make in dialogue sort of um, uh, subtly shape the way you view each of the characters. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's really nice. I think it's, it's really it's, nice. It's, it's, it's a really I think nice the sparseness game. of it really mm. adds to how much you can relate with it um absolutely it leaves yeah. so much space for you to decide what you think about this game it's also the characters are s- strong like there's a confidence in the in in the characters being real like the there isn't a ton of choice or where it goes because there was a confidence in the writing of the characters and that these are who these people are mm. and and that i think is is good like a lot of video games they they want to make you really feel like the characters but this isn't a thing of you being these characters these are more of like you you walking in these people's shoes right like you are kind of you are seeing their perspectives Mm. the choices that you have are in what aspects of these characters are revealed to you yeah Um, and i i really like i think it's a yeah and this this whole this whole like uh, playing the relationships off of each other by watching them run in parallel. Uh, I really like it. I really like it as a as a sort of narrative device. Um, and um, yeah, no, I, I think it's like a sweet. It's got some game. rude teens in it. Some rude teens. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting because mean teens. It's even. a game that the feeling of it is it kind of it feels very familiar, mm. but it's I can't. There's not really a game, another game that feels like mm. this. There's a lot of maybe, well, maybe like films and stuff, uh, short stories or something where yeah. that slice of life element is quite common. Um, or, uh, but yeah, just video games so rarely deal with like the mundane. Mm. They're like, there's the mo, and then the moments that make the mundane s- even special. But because they're mundane, they're like they're so natural, right? Like there's a there's a naturalness to life that if you just take a moment to appreciate yeah all right like that's that's nice actually yeah. if i where do it, i it's put like my you, it, it's like a it's like a more it's like a more sort of contained uh slice sort of uh like i i it makes me think of something like um in a similar vein to stuff like uh little miss sunshine you know <laughs> Like it, 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 it sort of uh, approaches. It, it sort of approaches the way that you sort of uh, go on the journey with these characters in a similar, in a, in a more condensed way. Um, but it, it gives off like that sort of energy. Like, but, um, but so my question is, and when I'm looking at the list, I I I enjoyed it, but I think partially because of the way we did it. I don't know if I if I played it on a, on its own. I don't know if it would be much more than a kind of interesting hey. little experience. However, you played so, it is how you played it. You're allowed to enjoy it as much as you yeah, want. Yeah, of course. So even having said that, I'm struggling to... Because I was thinking, oh, maybe it could go around here. And then I'm like, is it better than, you know... It's the smallest game we've ever talked about, right? Like, I think yeah, it's probably the shortest. Hour, maybe hour I'm still I'm saying scroll up. I would put it yeah. above Sayonara Wild Hearts, I think. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. And you bat I mean, for that I guess one. I could Big see... Time. I would put it above Sunless Skies. 
Holy Mary. Look at this. Next to Spirit Fair, there's similar yeah, vibes. Maybe. I mean, I would put it above a short hike even, but, you know. I think it belongs <laughs> next to Crusader Kings, the biggest game. <laughs> <on> the <laughs> it's the closest, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to do that, sure. I'm not going to stop you. Sorry, you think it's a... I would well, say lower, but I mean, I can see the argument. I can see the argument. I think this I, I think the spirit. I think it's just a I very feel like it belongs in this area, personally. Mm-hmm. I think when we're talking about it in this area, it gets tricky. Um, I probably personally would put it above Spirit Fair, personally. What? But then CG's like, yeah. talk no, no and that a ve- uh, that's no. a hard veto. I'm not allowed. Yeah. All right, that. then let's put it at. No. What about Stillness of the Wind? Does that have any like? Uh, hold on, I need to get. Two I need to actually no. get this. I like Stillness of the Wind. Oh. How do you um, feel about uh, I mean, I, this game? I haven't played it. <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah, it's good. I would, yeah. Here? Yeah, it's puff. Wow. Love that. I um, I really, just as a tiny point, I really like that some of the only choices are just like who you give a stick to. Yeah. And, right? Yeah. Like there's only yeah. a tiny amount of dialogue for it. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter, but it just, it also does. Because it's yeah. only one of one of the only instances. They're forcing of, you to care. About yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I will play this game every year. Hmm. I feel because it's just that short. It's a short little thing that you just feel really nice after, and you're just like, you want to check in with it. Yeah, check in. How's Uncle Brad? <laughs> How you doing, <laughs> Uncle Brad? I'm alright. All right, yeah, next? like it's one of those games <laughs> where I where I remember it exists or I think about it and I go, oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, like you would like a mundane camping trip, I assume. I don't go camping. <laughs> no, it's not my thing. No, no, no. We don't do that Come here. on. M25, who is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so the next game um, is Grief Helm by a single person, Johnny Dale Lonick. Uh, I talked about this game actually in one of our early book clubs, but for games. Um Kind of a strange one. Uh, this game has two modes, and I'm not actually sure which one is supposed to be like the canon mode that, you know, this is how the game is meant to be experienced if you're only going to experience it one way. One is this like single player side scrolling action roguelike, uh, and the other is a multiplayer PvP focused, though there are some co op modes, fighting game. It's like pretty much a fighting game. And. The gameplay is the same across 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 all the modes. It's trying to do the whole like easy to learn, hard to master thing. Um, what's a little weird is that I say it's easy to learn, but it took me a while to actually get comfortable with the controls. I say that as a professional gamer. <laughs> uh, it's strange because it's like controls aren't bad. I think it's just well, that I hadn't. Films in this game. <laughs> right. Uh, it's. It's trying to do something different enough where I didn't have like the motor memory of where my hands should be and what they should be pushing to actually do the thing that I wanted to do because it's you going both ways and then I it's like split by direction of your wanting of your attack. Um, yeah, it's just like I it's it's a game that almost flatters itself. Even the style. I mean, it, in that video, it looks kind of cool, but. I think when you're actually playing it, it's kind of got more of like this dorm room gloom <laughs> to it. Uh, I like played like 30 seconds of it with you, maybe more, maybe 10 minutes. Uh, and it felt very like going through treacle. Everything felt really slow uh, when you 
sort of like a, tried to do a like move. Back then, for the, the nights, they, yeah. they filled their armor with the electrical. Length of yeah, time that the move took was very long. How do you get oh. it to stick on? I mean, it's a it's a very deliberate control. Like you, I mean, it takes a long time to swing a sword. You know, yeah. like things are heavy, and I think it. I do think that the impact of the combat is felt. I think it's more that, like the the style wanted to be really brooding, but it didn't really know how to. It wasn't convincing in its style, and then it was just a bit clunky, clunky to play. And maybe it was part of it my own fault and get good, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's this is a video game that's made by a redditor, you know, <laughs> and that and it feels like it. I mean, that sounds like the bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey. um, uh, it looks kind of it looks kind of Nidhoggy. Oh, Nidhogg is a much better it's, game. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, where's it going? Are the, uh, are the helmets in the game uh, besides themselves with uh, the sadness of loss? <laughs> so who else, who else had played this besides you? Uh, well, Matt, put it on. I think I'm thinking of a different game when I put it on. <laughs> I think Duff, this is actually... Do we have an illegal entry? Should we take it, it, might be illegal. Should we take it back off the list? Then? Going off. Cut yeah. this. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt, I think, you, I think uh, maybe this is a call for everybody to play it. Because uh, it seems... <laughs> It doesn't oh, sound yeah. like one. Well, y'all be racing home today to no. play those. No, I'm thinking of the like hexagonal grid game where you collect you know, cards that you can oh, like. I almost you can put use you a different move. As the one day imagine into and I would have my. Griftland. Griftland. No, because that's the one with the cards where you like make. It's off the list. You can refresh the page. That's um, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt. Matt. Big boo boo. <laughs> Gloomhaven, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. That's a board game? Yeah, isn't but it? they've done Brief a. Helm and okay. Gloomhaven mm-hmm. are like, I mean, just like sure. pumped through a thesaurus. Right? But I really yeah. wish that I'd kept you on as introducing <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. game. I would have done the, uh, the Guy Goma interview, like the lad that got on BBC, and they were like, oh, yeah, I, I really <laughs> believe in technology. Like, <laughs> um, that was good. All right, Matt, tell us about Disc Room instead. Sick, Redeem mate. yourself. Soundtrack by. Dose one, uh, made by some of the people behind, I think all of the people behind Minute. Um, I am such a fucking, like, mechanics head. I'm such a, like, game feel baby. <laughs> I just want it to fucking be chill as hell to move oh, around. Oh, yeah, you run around. Right. You do? You're a little guy running around? Very uh, much. Some good running mm, around. Very much running around in this game. Yeah. If you don't run around, you are fucked. <laughs> you can zip around in different ways. You unlock different running around moves. Um, yeah, I think that one of the most interesting things about it is that it's a puzzle game that is uh, at once about trying to survive, but then occasionally it will ask you to die in interesting ways. Um, so it recontextualizes the difficulty of that same room. Um, so you'll have to get hit by a certain disc in order to unlock some of the challenges to unlock other rooms. And so one of the discs will be like a gold one that only shows up after you've been in the room for 30 seconds. And um, There's lots of very niche ways yeah, yeah, of comboing totally. together enough stuff, mm-hmm. achievements to get through to the next totally. bit, right? Oh, and the way that... Um, so oh, um, I'm being hit by that gold disc. There will already be a room full of a bunch of um, different sores. So it's less about staying alive and more about trying to maneuver yourself so you can be in that position because you want to die in a specific way. And that's like... It's it, like landing it, the trick shot. Yeah, yeah. And it's really difficult. Um, but it's also difficult in a way that you have to figure out. Um, and the way that uh, the different abilities um, that you can 
uh, have like a dash that helps you get through things, or you can have a ability that makes a copy of yourself, so if any of them die, then the, only the ones that are still alive are the ones that you're controlling. Um, or one that just mirrors where you are in a room. Um, and your leaderboard score shows which ability you used. So you could be using a really niche one that wouldn't work in basically anything else but somewhere else in it. Um, also, the, the puzzles are different depending on what like area of the stage you're in. There are some where you have to touch as much of the floor as possible um, in order to progress time. And if you don't hit those pieces, then more don't spawn. Uh, it's yeah, it's just really cool, and it's such like a initially very simple thing, like just go and get don't get hit by these discs, but manages to continue to build on that idea in a way that's incredibly satisfying. It's a, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's really, a, really good. It's a puzzle game. It's one of those where dying's fun, right? Yeah, it's a puzzle game. Like a lot of times, puzzle games are like you know they can almost become exhausting because of the brain just power that you're putting into mm -hmm. it, and there there can be kind of just. You know, I don't say boring as in even derisive of puzzle games, but like there's just not a whole lot to actually do. Mm. It's just about what you're thinking. And then the input is just solving the puzzle. This is it's a puzzle game where solving the puzzle is actually is also the gameplay mm -hmm. is like you're playing it and the playing of it. The mechanical game play is fun while you're also trying to figure out how you're supposed to solve the room. I'll uh, also give a shout out to like this game would be worse if it didn't have the button that you could press to speed yourself up but also have the timer go quicker too because there are levels towards the end where you know you'd need to stay alive for two minutes or something like that but if you're so good at it and then you can speed up to a point where you can take in all of the information but like have it move quicker then why not like just skip the boring part at the beginning when you get up to the very like difficult part like um, I can imagine I would like it a lot less if it didn't include that thing. Oh, and the um, I meant to, I, I've got so much to say about Discrimus, I think it's fucking amazing. Um, the, the accessibility stuff is really um, well integrated where yeah, they put it in because it would be great for people to have uh, like the chance to control the game but um, that they suggest that it makes it better for people if they're trying to practice doing it on the hardest possible difficulties where you know you can have an arrow that shows you what direction a disc is going to go in and like a whole bunch of other stuff um but they understood that by making it more accessible they would make it um like that the skill ceiling didn't have to have a limit that was only based on like what you could potentially take in or what you could um input um and i want to see more developers learn from that good game good fucking game I want it. I want it high up on this list. I want to play it. How high yeah, are you actually know. thinking? Show me that list. I might have to temper. <laughs> Show me that list. I might have to temper your excitement. Yeah. I, I, mean, I really like <laughs> it. Uh, but, um, I think it's higher than Tetris ninety nine. It's better it than Super like Liminal and Rock Band. Uh -huh. yeah. But I want to see if it goes even higher. The thing that. is, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think it might even go higher than Post Void, but I'm not sure about Hades. Well, no. I don't. I have a hard time putting it. I feel like yeah, I would top it off. I would top it. I would mm -hmm. easily put it here. Yeah. I just Wilmo's got. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot. Yeah. It's got a lot going guy. for it. Guillermo, Battle man. of the little guys. Oh, no. It's true. Oh yeah. Let's let's make a little guy zone. Let's do let's do what <laughs> Wilmo would yeah. do, and then make a little section <laughs> in this list for guys. The twenty. Yeah. It feels it feels like a quite quite a nice game to be sort of next adjacent to Wilmot's Warehouse in some way. Mm -hmm. They feel they they yeah. feel like a good pairing. I think it's almost just like Wilmo's Warehouse is a 
beco- becomes a personal experience, mm. and it's it's really strong. Uh, like I, I can make a lot of arguments for Willow's Warehouse going up on this list, but I can't make an argument for Disc Room going higher than even Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, yeah, because you know, it's like a really good game of what it's doing, but I also like I and I had fun playing it. This I, is an interesting bit here from twenty seven up. I mean, this little block, it's like mm-hmm. arcadey kind of. Yeah, you know, it's a real patterns. It's, yeah, it separates the wheat from the chaff. This this section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's for for what it is. If that's where we're gonna put it, I would I would agree. Not better than Hypnospace. Cool. I think everybody everybody play this. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I, I, I it's, it's kind of yeah, it's, it's a game definitely. I would mm-hmm. kind of recommend to anybody. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, if, even if. Uh, like I don't think everyone's gonna love it or anything, mm-hmm. but I think anybody could have a bit of fun with it. And it's mm-hmm. what is probably like five, ten quid or something. Yeah. I spent two hours on a segment that you can do in fifteen seconds mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to do it to completion. Um, it there you go. it bears repetition mm-hmm. more than any other game I think I've ever played. Like That's cool. going back in, just go in, go in, do it again, do it again, do it better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said at the top, the soundtrack's really fucking good as well. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Almost done, actually. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. Big. Ain't small. Yeah. Nope. No. Do we have a uh, space on this <laughs> list for Sackboy, a small adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Shay, t- Shay uh, tell me about, tell me about um, Sackboy. Yeah, I mean, Little Big Planet. They took the guy and then made him jump and... Sumo Digital took the guy, mm-hmm. yeah. by the way. Just to clarify, this is not a media molecule sure, sure. game. I honestly, I don't have a bunch to say about this game. It's it's a platformer. It's the platformiest platformer <laughs> you will ever find. Like, it it does what it says on the tin. I, I don't think it has to do more than that, which, uh, yeah. Um, it's charming in a way that, I mean, doesn't appeal to me. Dawn French is in it. I was like, this is cool. Um, ironically, um, I was thinking about it. I was like, I had a better time playing It Takes Two, which is Ooh. wild. Um, I cannot wait to rank that as yeah, well, by the way. That is... <laughs> what a weird... Anyway. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, like it, it, it does it. it. It does what it set out to do. Kind of like... Um, what the hell were we just talking about? Void bastards. Mm. Um, not with not but as like it cool, does what it sets out to do, but just not as good. Yeah. Like it's like, like they set their bar much lower. lower. And and they, they <laughs> and probably spent more money doing it. Yeah, they met that, but it's not it's not transcendental. Like it is okay. It's completely yeah. fine. Um, so much she of, said it's not. When I, <laughs> no, I know I'm not the adjective. When I think Sackboy, I think Little Big Planet, and I think about the fact that I got a PlayStation Three specifically so I could play Little Big Planet. Oh. Mm-hmm. You could have just um, imagined uh, doing that. This is what they this. wanted you to do for. Yeah. Um, uh, you could have also just gone on Kazar and then downloaded that Go Team song, right? This like, is like that's the ba- basically this is the same a, experience. This is what should have like, been Kazar. This should have been like a one of the PS Plus. Yeah. things that you got for free with the ps5 but the the fact that it's 60 quid is like yeah hard uh, i mean it's and also like 
it's not a little big planet game. Right? No, no, no. Uh, not it's by not. Any means. But the fact that Sackboy, the 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 character st- most strongly associated with a little big planet, and they're calling it a big adventure, little big planet, mm. and it makes me think about the fact that, and I've not played Sackboy. I've played maybe for like five ten minutes. I've uh, like had a had a go at it at some point. Um, but like so around. much of why I love Little Big Planet is the the creative element of it and yeah. being able to make things. Um, being able to make levels or just mess around and in that creator. Like, there's I a joy. To, I used to, I used to, um, like, a fr- I used to go around a friend of mine's and we used to load up a blank little big planet map uh, and we'd each make like a little car um, out of like whatever the fuck we wanted and then we'd just race the cars for fun. Mm. Um, and that, and like, try like doing that little... in this game. Well, I mean, the pitch is different, right? Is is yeah. the thing? Yeah. It's completely different. So I, I this is a big adventure, not a little big. Planet. <laughs> I think that's kind of the thing is that it's a yeah. it's a big adventure. I mean, it's just whatever. It's What's in the name? Yeah. But it's a big adventure. But it's it feels like a much smaller, <laughs> a much. But it feels sm- like the campaign of a little big planet game. No, it's not all of us in a cinema actually, screaming. Let's bring it back to the name. There's yeah. not enough war in the Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> let's carry on talking about this name. I just I don't. There's. For me, there's a. I don't even know why we're talking about Little Big Planet aside from it being sacked because this is this is yeah. a different developers, different universe, different like. I don't even. But, think it, but it's just yeah. like, but it, there is. If anything, it's that I love Sackboy, the care the character, uh, and I love Little Big like, Planet, and this just feels Digital like. Digital did make the third Little Big Planet game. Yeah, um, which was also the weakest Little Big Planet, I guess. But, uh, like. <sighs> It's just Fancy I don't assume digital don't watch this. I uh I can't find anything that I'm like I mean not even negative either. Like it's just a it's a mediocre ass mediocre game, this you is know. The like the Resident Evil 8 of platformers. It's yeah. just I it's, it's terrible. It, no, it, just, it's in, it makes <laughs> I said the same thing then and it, it's the same thing now. It's a very functional execution of their design doc. They what they mm-hmm. sells do, they did it and it doesn't yeah. push the envelope. It's not memorable, but it's not bad. It's not good. It exists. Mm-hmm. It's For fine. Sure. Yeah. Chocolate. It's just covered. and it just Broccoli. it just made it just <laughs> That and it just makes me it just makes me uh, think about uh, a game I prefer. Um, yeah, just it. as glasshouse.games slash rankings is a website you can go to. It's just like this is a game you, that you can play. play. Yeah, it's a game you can well, play. Well, no, you but can't also if you don't why. have a PS5. So. It's, yeah, I, no one's which, played it. Most of this you is, don't, so. It's just it's disappointing because it's it's it does what it set out to do, but it set out to do so little, you know, sure. and that's. It, I guess, like it ain't Astro's Playroom. No, it yeah, ain't. Yeah, it ain't going which, above that. Neither of which are. We should do a whole episode on 3D platformers. To be frank. Oh, I oh. said earlier, by the way, that Short Hike was the best um, 3D platformer. I'm wrong. Uh, it was. Kevin wholeheartedly uh, agreed with that. Yeah, by the way. it's um, Bubsy 3D. Bubsy goes to the James Carroll <laughs> retrospective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you, th- where do you think? That was a get joke. out of I, here! I get you the feeling joker. that was a joke answer. Yeah, uh, it's not a. Jo- it's genuinely very, very good. It's best. Yeah. Oof. I'd say so. If so not, Matt, Matt is at it. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we one. doing? Is Sackboy better than Fall Guys? No. That's what we're colluding on. Uh, is it better than Animal Crossing? Oh! No. <sighs> it can't be. <laughs> Animal can it? Crossing? <laughs> it can't be. Can it? <laughs> um, I mean, in that I don't like Animal Crossing and I just am completely like non-plus like mediocre middle of the ro- um, complete road sack boy yeah. big adventure is 
Um, Fuck it in there and then see what happens. <laughs> I, mean, I, I need to drop I mean, it hey, with my got, fingers. You got, to make a, you got to make a little town in Animal Crossing, right? Yeah, can yeah. You do I mean, I can see point? arguments for people wanting Animal Crossing above it, but you I know just... What? We cared about our towns. You did it at least to spend that much... I don't want to talk about it. Like, I regret <laughs> the time. <laughs> Hoidy hoido, how do you say it? I like, I re- I like my little town. I regret the time I spent playing Animal Crossing. I don't care about the time I spent <laughs> playing that <laughs> boy. Good distinction. It's so... I, I, I like my little shit heap, so I'm gonna <laughs> let's move that above and then Okay. There we go. Last game that we are Last ranking. Game. Oh, here's where the real fight this starts. Is, we are not yeah. gonna rank another video game after this until <laughs> January, February 2022. So strap in. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> I, I love that you put this at the end as well. Like, well, it's is, November 13, yeah. 2020. This is, mm-hmm. you know, we can't go any later unless you guys played some weird game released in Christmas Eve or something. <laughs> Uh, nobody plays the games that I yeah. recommend people play. <laughs> nobody touches them. <laughs> we like good games. I'm like Pathless, game of the year, and everyone's like, "Sure, Sam." I played it. I, go, go to bed, Grandma. One, I played it. Sorry, are like we talking it. about Pathless? Or are we talking about? Did anybody else play? The no, Pathless? no, I'm just, I'm just. Because we'll do the Pathless like after this. I know none of you are going to play. <laughs> Alex just championing not me. Not a single one of you is going to play SNKRX. Like, what's like? <laughs> I will play that game no. for sure. Yeah. All right, come on, guys. We're going to yeah. rank. We're going to do. Uh, a game that Ryuga Gotoku produced named Yakuza Ryuga. Like a Dragon. Yakuza Lad. Yakuza Lad. Uh, CG, why don't you uh, give us a spiel? Yeah, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon is like a, a can picking up simulator where you ride <laughs> around in like a little petty bike. It's uh, it's the latest. How much of Yakuza that did you play, series. by the way, that section? I, I Every game that wasn't like the really hard mini games i got like full rankings on so Man. i played a lot of that <laughs> i played so much of the can collecting because um, i like i wanted like a guitar or something that is in like or yeah. it was like a clasp or a pouch or something that you really needed and yeah. i like i'd already spent the money on like bugs or something to do a collection <laughs> quest so, uh, i feel this is a better a good synopsis one to grind of the out. game mm-hmm. than actually explaining what the so, game is let's see you give I'm it a go the, though <laughs> yeah i'm probably the worst to do this actually because i haven't this is my first Yakuza game, but uh, Yakuza games, I think, historically were these kind of like very big, sprawling spiritual successes. It's a Shenmue, some people called them, but like street beat em up games that in the most recent entry became a JRPG, which is a huge shift for the franchise. And everyone was worried. Seemingly, again, I haven't played the other ones, but reading from the fan communities and talking to people like Alps, uh, it seems like it was, it was, everyone was really concerned they were going to do it wrong. But I just think this is an amazing game. It's and it's so refreshing for me. Maybe it's just because I haven't played enough of the personas of the world of the JRPG world, and I always go for the kind of classic fantasy medieval style stuff. But I just thought this game is like uh, it's just a sandbox. It's just a very weird sandbox with a lot of heart, a lot of character depicting this sort of like underside of Japanese society, uh, but not taking itself too seriously. As you can see, your like special moves are like using your your smartphone to like summon things and whatnot um uh th- it definitely stumbles in some respects i think but uh yeah it's just a really interesting maybe, maybe from somebody who's played it before you can uh, you know give us a bit of how it compares to the rest of the series but 
I just I've never played an RPG like it. Pretty much, um, it seems like and, the most dudes rock game ever made. Yeah, <laughs> what we say. definitely. <laughs> that is. That's not that's like this. It's that, a it's not the that is not. Yeah. That is actually a direct quote yeah. from the reflections. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're of course right. it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. So I just think it's yeah. It's a, it's. A, I just think it's the neat. narrative is what you come to these games for, and then you stay for the the random shit you can do. It's I think. so it's so interesting yeah. that like a game that is you know a, a got like adult baby stuff in it, like a guy that like <laughs> desperately wants to get milk so he can drink it with his friends, um, also has like a really like nuanced opinion about uh, sex work and labor rights. Yeah, like in a way that is just utterly not depicted in games. No. Yeah. Um, and it, that it can be so many things and also succeed at all of them is like... Yeah. I think that's the part for me is that like it does so much and does so much so well. Like I think what I liked immediately about it was that all of these fucking RPGs are all kind of Middle medieval fucking fantasy yeah. bullshit bullshit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm like, I've seen enough Clydes to last me a lifetime. It's <laughs> enough now. But I'm like, real like it's you know it's when does it start in like 2001 yeah, or something like that? Like it's like and then he goes to jail, jail for, for a yeah. long. And it's and like then, yeah. even that as as a starting point, it's just like someone who has been part of the you know carceral system coming out and then having mm -hmm. to deal with oh okay actually smartphones are a thing now. Like mm -hmm. I, I you don't see that like in games at all. Like I mm. and that being the jumping off point for this story that then goes into so many different weird things, I think is just brilliant like I, it i remember like you i think you started talking about it first you realized it's really good and then i think i came to it a lot later and i was just like oh this is actually like i'm never wrong there. i'm, <laughs> never I'm wrong. a genius like it's i'm the genius of games as like <laughs> in my you know all timers like of my life like i think yeah. it's really special um yeah it's good i agree so where's it going pals pretty fucking can high we up, just uh, can we just the... uh pump the brakes a second mm -hmm. You want to give Alps a, a, a chance to tell us that, that well, it sucks? No, I'm just no. I don't think it cable, sucks. Break, but you're cables, also saying that it's not new for the Yakuza series. No, a lot of them I just cover the same ground. Temper, uh -huh. I just because we're. I, it feels like we're on a runaway freight train right now. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> sabotage. Um, I don't even mean. I don't even know what to say. I just want to kind of rein things mm -hmm. in a little bit. What is it? How did you know? Is having come from Yakuza before? Do you feel that a lot of the shininess? that we're saying comes from having less experience of the series or what? Mm, no, because, well, maybe because I do think that like the, the weirdness, like the weird stuff that you can, all the weird side quests and stuff like that's nothing new. And like, that's, it's yeah. still good. Yeah, yeah. It's as good as it ever um, has been. And like, I do think that the actual narrative, uh, the story that's being told uh, isn't as good as maybe any of the other Yakuza games. And I think that it even like relies uh, too much on like a kind of fan service that doesn't even make sense in the context of the game, um, but which also doesn't matter if you hadn't played any of the other mm -hmm. Yakuza games. Like yeah. those characters popping up when it makes no sense for them to do that, it doesn't matter if you've never if you haven't played the yeah, games yeah, previous. Yeah. So it's just like that completely washes over. As as I'm aware, there's a character that is like one of the defining things about the previous games was like you you aren't allowed to exist anymore. yeah exactly and it's just there uh, and right. uh that was like a mm -hmm. as game breaking of a moment as mm -hmm. you can have in a narratively for me um i mean i i like this game i gave it a like 
and I su- would support a lot of the because a lot of stuff that is good about it. I think it's more just that it's uh I I don't know it's I'm I don't, I'm not I'm not I'm not so enraptured by it as well. I'm not I'm not gonna pull this card, but like, how many people beat it? <laughs> you know, I there was that one moment where yeah, I, thought I really wouldn't have done it. Actually, CG, can you just send my copy back so I can? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good chance to uh, yeah. bring it up again. I mean, yeah. and, and maybe that's a separate, like, that's a whole separate point. But it's like, you have, you, anybody can have an opinions about anything. But if we're talking about the entire experience of the full game, like mm. that is, that should be encompassing of the, of the full game. And if you can't even bring yourself to complete that game, how much do you really love it? <laughs> and can I, can I, I, I'll bring up something as well. There's, there's a few obvious cons that you can bring up. There's, the some of the dungeons are like clearly an afterthought and are just like long hallways there's times when i really liked when it got challenging but if you do too much side quest stuff early on you get too strong and then the rpg elements are kind of like wow it's really cool that we have these like battles in the street and like we're fighting with the things on our backs and backpacks and all this stuff but then you can just wipe the floor with everyone there's certainly some tedium with some of the like extra 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 side quests where it just ends up being a chore like there's a lot of things to critique here but the way I feel about this one, and it might be as we keep going to what Samantha said of like, is like, is it valid the way I played the game versus this objective thing? Like when I think it's kind of like Spirit Fair, actually, when we discussed it, I can point out all these flaws objectively, but it's like more than the sum of its parts for me. Like mm-hmm. I saw all those things while I was playing it, but my memory of playing it and the experience of just going through from beginning to end was so special that I kind of don't. I just want to see it get better, I guess. I just want to see if they can iterate on this. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, so I, I totally, don't necessarily am not as bothered. I totally, I mean, I totally feel, I would justify how I feel about a lot of games in the same way. I think yeah. sometimes I just get hung up on like, in this sense of, you know, you played, you played two thirds of the game, then you got to a point that you just didn't like, or, and then you don't even play the rest of the game. Yeah, I beat it. Yeah. No, I know. No, no, I mean, no but uh, this is a lot of people. I'm not, Matt's in picture right now, and I'm not trying to call Matt out specifically. I, a lot of people stopped playing this game because of a specifically poorly designed difficulty I, spike. I had to record a uh, podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, also, just being just being fine with not, com- this is not even necessarily about Yakuza like a dragon. It's mm-hmm. just more of like, no, I think it's a good in point. In general, think, yeah. you know, like, but then if you really enjoy the experience and then... Because like, I, I yeah. never finished Final Fantasy IX, right? And I do really like it a lot, right? And it doesn't stop you from... It's almost just like... Because I don't want this to be like a gatekeeping thing mm-hmm. about like having opinions or, or things that meant to you. It's just... There's something about like... Because that's part of the game design. If you got turned off of finishing the game, mm. then there was something about that game that also... That should play into the critique of the game itself, right? Like, I actually... I couldn't finish this for whatever reason but like i couldn't finish that for a reason surely that should should play into how yeah, positively yeah. you feel about it you know like if, if they patched it and then put a section you, begin if you got <laughs> bored if you got bored mm-hmm. at a certain point before the game was even finished can you is it like mm-hmm. is that still a love you're, I don't you're know. talking about the tower bit right isn't that uh, like just no, before, so there's now the, it's um, the Majima fight, which uh, right. like is there's a the, like game breaker. Like I, I couldn't do it. I would have maybe to. Maybe I just hold maybe I grinded too much. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's 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 a difficulty because the rest of the game up to that is really not very difficult mm-hmm. at all. You can like button mash through it, which is fine. It's fun to like just see all the cool attacks and everything. 
and then you get to a part where you've got a like back to back to back fight. Um, yeah. Uh, like lads. three boss fights that are the all very lads. hard. <laughs> and if you had not, if you had not grinded, ground, ground. <laughs> whatever, did your did the grind Grunded. to get to a good level to beat them, you might have soft locked yourself because you could, there, unless you had a save to go back to specifically, not an auto save. Because it auto saves before those fights. This is why being okay, an old so school RPG gamer saves you. I'm always redundant say, saves. I'm happy with this going up pretty <laughs> high. I just, you know, um, I was trying to temper. Would you be happy with it being in uh, the, the top, top 20? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Top Even one. above that, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would say above that, but yeah. Above that, okay. I mean, um, I mean come on. It's better than a short hike. Let me just say, let me just say where I start to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. of it being higher than is... I'm a, I start to get a little uh, above Sek- Sekiro, yeah, basically. No, I feel like that's... Um, but like, so like I'm, I'm just going to put Sekiro. it down for now. But now... Here's the question. The is it a better or worse 10. RPG than Fire Emblem? That's the same technically vague genre. I think uh, it's actually really tough because I think that some of the like... Um, I think that there's personality. There's that ranking up with friends is, thing. Yeah, that's like, like a focus of it, both games. Personality. I took a different meaning from that when you said it. Like some of the stuff that happens is more visually interesting than the, the things that happen in uh, um, Fire Emblem. Uh, but I yeah. also like. I think that some of the Fire Emblem characters are way more memorable than some of some, hmm. some of your party. Like I think I think I'll think about like um, Bernie for like the the rest of my life whereas I'm like I, c- I can't even fully remember the name of some of the mm. the lads yeah that might be just because I rushed Shay rushed you look really it, perplexed I, really, it, mm. I think she loves both of, I think she loves <laughs> really both of these do. games mm. <sighs> is that where we're at now though is deciding if actually I, where it goes I below or above Fire Emblem it I, sounds about right I like where it sits I think I mean I I hate The Last of Us Part 2 so you know <laughs> take that with a grain of, grain of salt uh, but I realise that will not uh, shoot your shot, Shay. I don't know. I don't know because I I do really really love both of these games. Um... <sighs> do you want to invoke old school football rules? Do you want to flip a coin? <laughs> That's how I mm. sell a lot of my big life decisions. Actually. I mean, do you do you think of like in the terms of the proportion? Should we uh, of get how some amiibos or... to fight each other to decide? Uh... Oh yeah, <laughs> do that. Oh my god. When I when I think about both games, I think of like Fire Emblem being a fairly good RPG, like a fairly yeah. good tactics based RPG with some good yeah. characters and so like like good world building. But it's kind of let down in its last like half by getting a bit fucking boring. Um, and when I think of Yakuza, I think of a very smart, character-built, personality-led story that has some things to say about modern society that I haven't seen depicted in basically fucking anything, yeah. that, or, or, or if it's contemporaries, I, I guess. Um, yeah. And I would rather that be in the top ten. Yeah. Well, and also because, you know, F- uh, F- Final Fantasy, I think Fire Emblem is, uh, you know, it's like anime. You know, and what you come on the main character Byleth, like I'm, I'm all for si- silent protagonist, but like you know, it's you're a blank slate. That's just the whole point. You're a blank slate, and it's an anime experience. And there's an aspects of that in Yakuza. But I think also, again, maybe if I go back and play the rest of the series, I'll be more cynical. But I did really appreciate how self-aware of it was of itself mm-hmm. as a video game, but not in a in an annoying way mm-hmm. where it felt like it was constantly trying to just break the fourth wall for no reason. Oh. But it has this character who himself loves games yeah. and he lo- thinks of himself as a hero in dragon quest and even the the enemies he sees in the overworld become like monsters in his eyes to like justify his hero's journey so there's this you know there's a 
in a, in, a, in a way without spelling it all out. It almost justifies its own gaminess and all of the mm. subsystems and the dating simulators and the the cinema mini games and the baseball and all this stuff. By it's like it's a video game video game. I was gonna say video gamer, but I don't I, I don't want to say that. I'm gonna say it's a video <laughs> games video game. It's like it's very uh, you know comfortable with itself of what it's trying to do, and it's not trying to. I think, yeah, maybe it's just that. Because, again, you can compare them as well because Fire Emblem is also full of lots and lots of subsystems, mm. which are fine, I guess. But I would rather walk around the city streets of these Japanese cities than the cathedral or whatever, the school. It's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Does that unlock upper echelons then if, you, if you've done the hurdle of Fire Emblem? Where, yeah, what, what, what's the limit? The sky's the limit then. I, I if you can it. get past Fire Emblem, <laughs> you can do anything. <laughs> I think, I think, I like, again, I still need to play Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm. but purely based on how. <laughs> this is Astrid's excited, special move. I love it. How excited you'll, f- like, like, get when you talk about this game. I mm. feel like at least having it in the top 10. And I know, like, uh, 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 like, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like it makes sense I, being there. I, th- this know? is kind of an unfair comparison as well, but I'm like, I don't really care about the world of um, Three Houses, but I'm yeah. like, I actually kind of want to go to Yokohama now that I've <laughs> yeah. played a, like, uh, yeah, yeah. like a video game has helped me book a flight, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's What's that saying? Like, I don't want to go to Seattle now that I've played uh, The Last of Us Part <laughs> 2, right? Yakuza Like a Dragon, brought to you by the Japanese Tourism yeah. Board. Um, yeah, Ikaruga in the chat says it cannot leapfrog Sekiro. It just cannot. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that is, a, that's, they're starting yeah. to get to. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Sekiro is like this guardian of yeah. Yeah. You got even, past even, Fire Emblem. Exactly. Yeah. It's literally yeah. the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> 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 shall pass. Like the door opens and that's your boss you've got to overcome right there. Oh, that seems good. Yeah. Part of me wishes Baba's You isn't there. He's, oh, I sorry, Kasuga, you did I was not thinking Baba's You is quite high, but then I was like, I was trying to think, how is it different from these other ones? We might have to revisit it in the yeah, next. Uh, I feel like yeah. I I don't like Baba's You that much, but I also don't like puzzle games, so I don't want to mm. have too much input I, on this. See, I, I was thinking to myself, it was one of the most brilliant examples of that kind of mm. thing that I have played, which is why it was sort of justifying to myself that it yeah. was so high. But yeah. In an idle world, it wouldn't be where it is. I'd move yeah. Last of Us up one, and then everything by extension. Everything just goes up. Yeah, that's why. So so happy observations but so high on our list. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's do a let's do a little top ten readout mm-hmm. here. Uh, we do have one new entry and a couple of. Uh, um, did crack the top ten. That's good. Yeah, a couple of um, rejiggeries from our previous re-rankings, but coming in hot at number ten, Yakuza Like a Dragon. N- n- new Zami entry. Oh, we need to. Zami. <laughs> um, World premiere. Also, new entry to the top 10. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. The Last of Us Part 2 at number 8. Number 7, Baba Is You. Number 6, Observation. Outer Wilds at number 5. Umarangi Generation at number 4. Ape Out. Number 3, Disco Elysium at number 2. And the number 1, Glasshouse game kentucky route zero do you think that, um, anything's ever going to dislodge God, kentucky has, has, route has zero? this been a Probably it's not. been at number one the whole time right since, since we reviewed it but since there right. was a a, ye- yeah. a year where we'd <laughs> oh, done wow. disco but not kentucky right so yeah, uh, right yeah. yeah you can remove the part about sekiro in the in the description now yeah <laughs> at the top of the list <laughs> yeah that's where it belongs wow 
Thanks, so if everyone. you thought all of that was bollocks, <laughs> you can contact community at glasshouse.games. We file an official complaint with the wizards <laughs> that decide on the rankings when we're not around. Oh, my days. If you were uh, with us live, thank you again, patrons. Thanks, everyone. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you could have been with us live. Mm-hmm. Check out patreon.com. All the social medias, all the links, everything that you could possibly uh, hope for is down below. Please do um, the old like and subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> Shay, get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone. Matt, Shay, Samantha, Astrid CG Remote, Kid on the Desk, Christmas in July. Christmas in July. So cozy. <laughs> oh. I've been Alex Thank you to Dancy Parks for the music. See you again.